This is Bruce Boudreaux, and it's time for Clay's Canucks Commentary Live. Let's go with Clay right now. Hey, Canucks fans, and welcome to Clay's Canucks Commentary. It is Sunday, January the 22nd, and this show, as always, is presented to you by Van City Experts Real Estate. I am Canuck Clay, and this is my Canucks take, all in one take. It's indeed Clay's Canucks Commentary live. My extended show, my Sunday night show, that is indeed an hour long. So thanks for being here. Moderators, in advance, thank you for your work. Do what you got to do. Members, that's Legends, Hall of Fame, and Franchise members, thanks for your support, and thanks to all of you, no matter where you're watching from, whether you're in my be- beautiful neighborhood of Steveston in Richmond, in the city, lower mainland, province, country, continent, or around the world, thank you for being here. You know that I never take you for granted, but I always appreciate you being here. I know you could be getting ready for work, school, bed, all three, but I the fact that you're here with me, I'm very grateful. There are already 60 of you in here. You guys are pumped. I only have 14 likes. You guys know my 50% rule. So let's get that up to about 25 or 30 at least to start off. And I appreciate you. Know that you can always subscribe and get active in the chat and get my videos every day. You can like the video like I just asked you to. You can donate. You can donate and get the donation train out of the station. You can become a member. You can upgrade your membership and, of course, get active in the chat section. And uh, if you're listening on a podcast platform, rate and review as well. By the way, uh, many of you are very astute and very uh, interested in what I was going to do about the intro. And I saw I saw Coach Rob asking, you know, um, are we going to get a new intro? So as you saw, as many people have seen, OMG, it's Bruce. The intro is still there. But I did edit it if you heard it. And there, yeah, I think let's go with, with Fillmore. Let's go with Fillmore. Keep Bruce in the intro. I wanted to keep Bruce in the intro because um, out of almost to attribute to him and because I like Bruce Boudreaux very much. And it was a it was an easy edit, you know. You guys know the old intro was, um, "I'm Bruce Boudreaux, head coach of the Vancouver Canucks, and you're watching Clay's Canucks commentary." Let's go with Clay, and with a simple edit, now it says, "I'm Bruce Boudreaux, and you're watching Clay's Canucks commentary." So if you watch it back quickly, there's a bit of a jump. I had to obviously make a, a bit of a jump cut there, but if you're listening, actually, it's seamless. It's pretty natural. He speaks pretty quickly, so it was tough to nail perfectly. And then my son Jacob helped me finish it off. So uh, yeah, I want to keep Bruce in the intro. I was I contemplated a uh, voiceovering the word former, but I, I don't think that's as classy. I'm Bruce Boudreaux, former coach of the Vancouver. No, no. So we're gonna keep Bruce in there, and yeah, no reference to him coaching, but still at actual because I, I like Bruce and I want him involved in my show still. This is what's going to happen tonight, my friends. I'm going to chat for the first 20 minutes or so on what I saw and heard over the past weekend. So I won't get uh, too much in your comments yet. I'm going to go for the first 15 or 20 minutes. You're welcome to chat with each other. In fact, I encourage it. Then to lead into my sponsor break, I'm going to read you. You might have seen it on Twitter already. I'm going to read you a lengthy text that my friend sent to me that I, I think brings up a lot of really good points about a counter argument to was Bruce Rougeau really treated as poorly 
as some fans are saying. And I, I bring that to you to, uh, to present both sides, both sides, or to present another opinion and see what you think. Then I'll do my sponsor read. You can start to formulate your opinions. Then I want to hear your opinions on, on my friends, text, and everything else, how you're feeling. I'll get into your comments for the next 20 minutes or so, and then we'll spend the last 10 to 15 minutes um, playing uh, the games. Now, can, sounds like Canucks 89 is trying to wreck it for all of us today, which is really unfortunate because we only play the games once a week. And uh, thank you. So, you know, it, it sucks if it's spoiled. Thank you, moderators, for getting on it right away. And if um, he continues to, if Canucks 89 continues to spoil, just simply um, time him out. And if he continues to spoil, just delete it. We don't need that. We, we, we don't need that. Not the end of the world, but it's, it's, it's also not that fun either. So let's, let's uh, uh, moderators, take care of it. Um, it's the fourth time already. Okay, then if, he, if Canucks 89 spoils it one more time, simply ban him from the channel then. So Canucks 89, that's your warning. Uh, actually, that's true. If it's, if it's, it's tough. If it's one person... I just appeal to an overall maturity. I'm going to call you out for being immature. Whoever's spoiling the games, you know what's even worse is they know that we're playing the games today and yet they are going to uh, continue to spoil. So that's on them, not on us, but uh, we will figure it out once we get there. Okay, and yes, uh, always appreciate everyone that's here. There's, there's many people, many familiar faces. I knew tonight was going to be big, but I want to shout out a couple of people Robert, who is our SDPN producer extraordinaire, even, I don't know how many games there were you had to do today, Robert, but the fact that you are popping in at least for a little bit here, you know how much I appreciate you. So thank you, Robert. Uh, you know, Robert is so good. I don't know why. I am going to, I just added Robert as a moderator. You might say, hey, um, wait a sec. How, how does he get to be a moderator? And I don't. And Clay, weren't you going to do uh, a new application process? So the answer to both is yes, but Robert has already proven. Well, if he can moderate SDPN, I'm sure he can moderate here. And and I'm and Robert is so good. He's not. It's not like he's going to rule with an iron fist and just start trumping all moderators. But there's no harm having another set of eyes and ears. Uh, so Robert, in case you're <laughs> Robert, you don't have to do anything with it. But I wanted to. Uh, I truly wanted to uh, recognize how good you are and i've seen it and if people were asking i just said that robert is indeed the the main moderator main producer main behind the scenes person for sdpn so not only game over vancouver but all seven canadian shows also i want to shout out jason lim our primary sponsor van city experts real estate he is here as well we had a great chat and it sounds like we'll be uh going to the game together on Tuesday, which I'll get to in a second. Okay, friends, I'm going to chat for the next 15 to 20 minutes, or maybe 15 minutes now that I've not wasted, but I've taken the first five minutes already. And uh, before I get going, shout out to Paul, who gets the donation train out of the station. Choo-choo! $7 donation from Paul Sanga. Uh, he likes that $6.99 number. I don't know if that's like his, uh, his go-to. I love it. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate your support as always. Um, you are great. And, and let's give Paul some love in the chat section. I'm going to chat. I'm going to highlight any donations that come across or any member messages. Otherwise, I will go, no, I wouldn't say uninterrupted. You never know what can happen. But I will speak for the first little while, and then I will indeed 
turn it over to all of you. So I was at the game last night and it, it didn't, it dawned on me right away. And I, I knew this for the entire weekend that that was likely going to be Bruce Boudreaux's last game. And I got to go to his first game back on December 6, 2021, when the Canucks shut out the LA Kings for nothing. And I can't remember if Bruce, there it is, started on that night. I have a feeling it started a little bit later in the winning streak. I don't know for sure. And then, of course, I was there last night for his final game. Uh, Birdie. Uh, I just, I'll just say this. I appreciate any donation. You don't call out another person's donation if you're not donating yourself. <laughs> but Bertie, at the same time, I appreciate your compliment because you said it's not enough for a legend. No, I don't do this for the donations. So I appreciate Paul. I appreciate anyone who actually sacrifices and gives from their, uh, from their heart to support me. But it's not uh, required. It's not expected. People support me in other ways. Like you, Birdie, commenting and being here at every stream. That is awesome as well. Now I will get going. So I, I knew last night we saw the writing on the wall and we don't have to rehash everything that's happened over the past two weeks with respect to Bruce Boudreaux. I've covered it, I think, in depth on this channel and I don't think we have to rehash certain things here. I want to talk about, though, what basically happened from last night to today. So in the last... 24 hours. No, Bertie, no need to apologize. You're, um, I appreciate your support. I know it always comes from a good space. Oh, and Ricky, I like this. The Bruce There It Is chant did in fact start at that LA game. We won for nothing. I was also in attendance. That is awesome. That is awesome. Thank you for that clarification, Ricky. We got a legend alert. Lucas Gates, choo-choo. Got to see Lucas, not last night, but I saw him at the Friday night game. Make it quick here because I'm trying to keep it real through all the drama. No problem. Thank you, Bruce, for the memories. Enjoy the stream all. Nice to see you, Lucas. Thank you for the donation. Thanks for being a legend. Let's give Lucas some love in the chat as well. So at the end of the game, so there were, I'd say, anyone who was there at the game or heard on TV, there's about seven or eight Bruce. There wasn't like 25, but there's about seven or eight Bruce, there it is, chance, And the most audible one was after the game ended. The Canucks played well. I'm not going to uh, recap the game. Canucks played well, but not well enough. They gave up two early goals and had to play catch-up the whole time. They lost 4-2 to Edmonton. But overall, I thought the team played quite well. I really did. I thought the team played quite well. And they, they played hard for Bruce. You know that they, know, they knew it was his last game and that they wanted to win for him. They come up short, but it was a good game overall. It was a good game and a good effort. Then the final buzzer goes, and usually the coaches storm down the tunnel, win or lose, they go first. Then the players, Horvat usually waits, high fives all the players, and then they'll go in. But then there was a, a very audible Bruce, there it is, Bruce, there it is, chant. For a good 25 to 30 seconds, I know because I recorded it, and I started a few seconds late. So I couldn't see this from my seats but apparently Bruce, and then I saw it on the, on the um, replay, of course, he was starting to tear up. He was trying to kind of shake it off a little bit. And then he was uh, scan. I know, heard he was scanning the stands for his wife. At the same time, it kind of looked like a, uh, an acknowledgement of the fans. And then he went down the tunnel. And then the players followed him soon afterwards. And anyone who saw that, a lot of people, people screen grabbed it from, from the TV. You knew that, he knew the writing was on the wall. And even he stood in like a man and did his, his media availability last night. And I, I felt horrible for him. But I also, um, so much respect and love for Bruce Boudreaux. Then this morning, we wake up to the news that uh, Boudreaux and the coaching staff were called to Rogers Arena for a 9.30 meeting. 
And then at 9.30, the, the tweet went out from the Vancouver Canucks. And to no one's surprise, Rick Tockett was named the 21st head coach of the Vancouver Canucks, along with um, Sergey Gonchar and Adam Foote. And one of them is an assistant coach, and one of them is a defensive development coach. I, should, I better get this right. So just so I know here, yes. It, indeed, it was Rick Tockett is the 20 is the head coach adam foot is assistant coach and sergey gonchar is defensive development coach also trent call who came up from utica slash abbotsford came up from abbotsford was also let go as well so that leaves mike yo who is a rutherford hire and that leaves jason king who's still on the team as well as an assistant coach so that all happened this morning and then at one o'clock so i didn't get to watch this live but i watched the whole thing on replay because i was at a, a baptism then patrick alvin jim rutherford and new canucks head coach rick talkett met the media and they met the media and they went for a good 55 minutes and there, there's a lot to break down and i won't go through every single thing but i, I think what i'll I'll highlight a few things that stood out to me. And we'll, we'll talk about, I, I guess, each of the three guys. Jim Rutherford, he spoke for a bit. And basically, uh, a few notable things. He apologized to Bruce Boudreaux for not, not the process and what's happened over the past couple of weeks. I'll get to that in a second. But he more apologized for how frank he was in the media when he said stuff like we need to play with more structure or more be have better practice habits jim rutherford owned that and apologized for basically saying that he probably shouldn't have been so blunt in the media he also said that when it comes to hockey decisions and hockey talk he's got to leave that more to patrick alvin and be less in the background so well well some of us admittedly i appreciated rutherford's transparency he was not afraid to to <laughs> almost throw people under the bus and, and run them over a couple times <laughs> Rutherford also said that um, he, he, he didn't blame the media and the fans for all the speculation and all the talk and noise, as we say. But he also didn't take any ownership as, as the management group for contributing to that noise. And I can kind of see what he's saying, even though I don't necessarily agree. On one hand, they did everything that they probably would normally do in that they met with Bruce a couple, you know, a couple times over the past month, gave him a heads up. They started to interview coaching candidates. So they did everything that normally happens from a standpoint of, of the process. It was just that this time it was, it was anticipated. Whereas the, the Travis Green one two years ago or last year, we kind of knew he was going to get fired, but we didn't know exactly when. Whereas this one, it was almost pegged. It was almost circled as Bruce's last game. Now, I know a lot of people will get, be upset that the way that they left Bruce twisting in the wind, the, that it was unfair to him, a lack of respect, to which Jim Rutherford said um, they had no thoughts of going with uh, an interim coach and letting Bruce go a few weeks ago. He goes, maybe in hindsight they should have, but what's done is done kind of thing. So that was kind of Rutherford's. And I think a lot of fans, if I can speak for many of you, a lot of fans were upset that Rutherford didn't take more ownership and didn't really the flat out admit that they didn't handle the, the, all the noise that well. Remember, Rutherford's main thing was he was deflecting it to saying, we didn't create the noise. It was the media. He didn't say media and fans, but he, he said it was 
I can't remember said if, if he said you guys, but I know he didn't say at all that it was it was because of the management team or or the club. Patrick Alvin spoke a lot as well. He talked about the need to better practice habits, more structure, um, guys underperforming. The so Alvin didn't say a lot. He he mentioned the young guys in in Abbotsford, like Podkolz and the Hoglander, was disappointed in their lack of development this year. And and so Alvin of the three probably said the least. Uh, and not a surprise, but he probably said the least of of the three guys of note, quite frankly. And then it was interesting, um, Rick Tockett. And I, I have many thoughts about Rick Tockett. I'll say this. I liked what I heard from him today. I'll say it. I, I liked what I heard. And let's let's separate what I heard today from what his reputation has been. He talked about habits. He talked about in uh you know uh, navigating challenging personalities he talked about limiting ice time so guys are more fresh so they pace themselves he talked about uh getting more out of the role players he talked about our core pieces he talked about his friendship with travis green how his excitement to be in a canadian market and and the fact that uh, he obviously has a uh, relationship with Jim Rutherford and Patrick Alvin based on his three years as an assistant coach in, in Pittsburgh. He talked about coaching elite players like Crosby and Malkin and then how it's that, that's going to help him with guys like Pedersen and 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 Hughes. Oh, by the way, one thing I should talk about, uh, Bo Horvat, it's, uh, at the very end, they, it sounds like they're still going to take one, that they haven't closed the door on negotiating with Bo, but I think that's going the same way that this Bruce one went as well. So I actually liked a lot of what I heard from Rick Tockett today. I really did. And I've kind of been saying this over the past two, two or three streams, not only on here, but I know I said it on Game Over when I did the show on Friday night. I will never tell you as a Canucks fan how to cheer for this team. I've always said that. I'm not a gatekeeper. You choose to cheer or boo, be happy, be upset, spend money, don't spend money, spend time and energy, don't spend time. You do you, do you I'll do me. But I know that even if I think that Bruce Boudreaux was not uh, treated well, even if I think that this organization right now, parts of it um, are in shambles, is in shambles, and they need to clean things up, I can still acknowledge all of that and then also say, I'm going to give Rick Tockett not just the benefit of the doubt. Why? There's, well, there's no, I need to give him a chance. I need to see how he's going to structure this team, roll lines, philosophy, penalty kill, everything. I want to see how he does as a coach. Full stop, period. I don't think it's fair to to already have hate on Rick Tockett because of who he's replacing. Rick Tockett had no control over everything that's happened over the past few months. I know fans are upset. I get that. I'm upset too. Not as upset as many others, but I'm upset too. But I can still se uh, separate my my upsetness, is that even a word, for uh, uh, an objective, hopeful uh, view of what Rick Tockett can do. And a lot of people, thank you to everyone who watched my vlog from the first thing this morning. It's my, my best vlog in, in so long. And many of you uh, uh, compliment me on my professionalism, object uh, objectivity, and I appreciate all that. Yeah, as much as I'm a po positive and passionate fan, it doesn't. I'm not doing this for views, likes, I'm not going to go on here and be someone, be untrue to myself and just start ranting about something just for the sake of a few extra views. No, I want to 
provide that 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 perspective. By the way, Carol, thank you, Carol. Ten dollar donation. I I really miss Bruce. I'm going to miss Bruce. I realized what talking had to say, and I also like Rutherford saying he wasn't going to talk too much. I like that as well. And Carol, I didn't get your text. I'll get it after the stream. Um, I will check. But thank you very much for the donation. Choo choo. Some love for Carol. Let's give some love for Carol in the chat. Someone also said, "How did it work out in Arizona, Clay?" I'm not. I think John. I'm not sure if that's a sarcastic or you're you're literally asking if you go back and you trace season by season um the year that Tockett went in the previous year arizona was horrible they only had 70 points they were third worst in the league and yes he didn't he only made the playoffs one of those four years but he was in charge with developing young guys like clayton keller like jacob chikrin to mixed success admittedly but um if you look at his roster it, it wasn't great it wasn't great either so that's how it worked out in Arizona. So that's what I wanted to say a bit about uh, Rick Tockett. And, and if you delve into his past, you might say his coaching record isn't stellar, although he did. He was an assistant coach with Mike Sullivan when, when Pittsburgh won two cups. So uh, he did Tampa as a head coach, Pittsburgh as an assistant, and then Arizona as a head coach. Uh, there are you know, two other things that I'll bring up really quickly and then I'll, I'll turn it over to you quite quickly one he, he was involved in a gambling ring back in 2006 2007 he was reinstated by the league after taking a one or two year leave league of absence it wasn't on hockey but it was uh allegedly running a gambling ring for football and that he um he ended up getting a couple years probation i believe so that was back 15 years ago and then he also deleted his twitter account he had it while he was an analyst for tnt i know some people kind of went after some of his his tweets that he liked and stuff i don't get into that kind of thing I've, I've had my own experience with that and also with family members that's all i'll say for now but uh talk it probably in a smart move deleted his twitter account just to start fresh sure there might be screenshots of other stuff i don't worry about that kind of thing uh, uh, truly um stuff that i saw that people were were screenshotting stuff maybe i don't agree with but i i don't i'm not gonna sit here and judge that he's a he's a bad person just because of some tweets that he may have liked and uh, i might be in the minority there but uh, i'm not too worried about that and uh, i'm willing to give like i said more than the benefit of the doubt i want to see what he can do behind the bench one last thing that i'm going to share with you and then i will turn it over to you so i want to read you um, I posted my Twitter account, and it's my friend CP, a good friend of mine. That um, I he sent me this long. He we we text a lot about the Canucks, and he sent me this long text about his feelings about Boudreaux and Rutherford and how this was handled. And I asked him if I could share it on the stream and on Twitter. He said yes. I put it up on Twitter uh, about half an hour ago, and it's got a lot of response, including from some some more vocal voices in the Canucks. Uh, Twitter world and some people are agreeing with my friend's take some people are not agreeing with my friend's take and that's fine he he admits that he's probably in the minority so I want to read this to you and then I'll take a quick break um, I'll do my Mitchell sponsor read and I'll give you a chance to start populating the comment section but not yet I already know I already know that there's no way I'm gonna keep up with everything tonight there's 140 of you in here which is amazing. I appreciate you. The Sunday streams are always the biggest, but there's 140 of you in here. So we will see uh, what happens 
what happens. Um, and I'll do my best. So continue to chat with each other, but I won't address any of your comments until um, after my mid-show sponsor read, if that makes sense. So this is what my friend sent to me, and I'll blow it up for you so you can see it. So let me just make this a tiny bit bigger here. So I said this. Re oh, dang it. Received this text from one of my good friends regarding Boudreaux's firing. He, my friend, not Boudreaux, is a longtime Canucks fan, and he admits his opinion is likely in the minority. What do you think of this argument? So you see, I posted it at 10.06. It's already had oh, 1,700 views, 43 likes, um, six retweets, one quote tweet, and a bunch of replies, as you can see. So let me read this to you. I'm not asking you to agree or disagree. I'm just adding this for, um, for some context as well. So this is from my friend, CP. I'm gonna, show you, I'm gonna move it here so I'm, I'm not looking off to the side. Forgive me as I look down for a few minutes. Oh no, I can't do that because then you won't see. <laughs> there's, there's my desktop, there's, you can see my family. So that was silly. So I will, I will look this way, here we go. I'm probably a minority in this opinion, but I really don't think management did anything wrong to Bruce. And I think Rutherford's apology was given because the whole city has gaslighted him to thinking he's done something wrong. Everyone's criticisms are so vague. This treatment has been terrible. What treatment? It was basically a mob mentality where everyone hears people say he's been treated badly. But in reality, it's really the media that's treated him badly by asking so many questions about this topic so often make it awkward for he and the team. The media created that narrative. What exactly did the management do that was terrible? Answer honestly? Make suggestions for how the team can improve? Give him a chance to succeed? Consider finding another coach when things weren't working? Instead of jumping the gun, giving him a longer chance shot at proving them wrong? If anything, they're pretty fair to him. Despite not wanting him as the coach from the start, they give him a shot. And it was a pretty long run considering how much the team has failed. Was there talk about potentially getting a new coach midseason? Yes. But that talk was created and spread by fans and media. Management didn't say anything about that and only said things that people inferred, interpreted, or projected as they are firing him. Did they say they were talking to other coaches from time to time? Yes, but that's their prerogative. It's similar to telling someone that someone is on the trade block. It's part of the business. GMs are always looking for ways to get better. They could have just fired him if they didn't want him anymore, and some people said they should have, instead of keeping him longer, knowing he'd be gone anyway. I disagree. By keeping him longer, they were essentially saying they want him as coach right now and giving him more chances to prove them to them that he could stay. Bruce got very emotional this last week. It wasn't because he was treated poorly. It was the opposite. It was due to the fan support he received. Ironically, he received the fan support because people felt like the team was treating him unfairly. Their support was shown because management kept him around. By keeping him around, they ended up giving him a rare but warm and justified send-off in which he had a chance to prove them wrong, soak it in, and say goodbye. If you ask me, that's a lot more than most coaches get when they are fired. He said it was the most incredible thing he experienced on a personal level in his 48 years of being in the game, yet people are criticizing the management for breaking him. He wasn't crying because he was hurt. He was crying because he was grateful and honored. Not sure if I articulate it really well, but I'm so confused as to how one-sided this argument is by all fans and media. I must be missing something. So some pretty strong words from my friend CP, but I did want to, um, I thought that it was uh, a well-thought-out argument even if you don't agree with it. 
I wanted, but I, I, I thought it was well-written and well-thought on where I want to share it. And I knew it would create discussion here. So I'm going to do my mid-show sponsor read. Start to type up your responses. I'll get through many of them, but don't press send yet. <laughs> don't press send yet because then I'll still be three minutes behind when I get to it. I will say go and then I will read as many as I can. Shout out to my primary sponsor, Van City Experts Real Estate. Contact Jason Limina's team for all of your real estate needs. Shout out to my secondary sponsor, Perform and Transform Personal Training Weight Loss. Sign up now for a free 21, not seven, a free 21 day weight loss challenge. PTformweightloss.com slash Clay. Scrolling across the bottom of your screen and Coach Patrick will contact you. Also, shout out to Gassy Jack Art, maker of the Swine Artwork, to Monkey Nine Brewing, my eternal sponsor, and Vessi Footwear. I now have been, uh, I'm going back and forth about their new, their new promo, which I will share with you in a few days. Also, a mid-show reminder to, to subscribe, to like the video, to leave donations, to get active in the chat section, upgrade your membership, become a member, and rate and review if you're on a podcast platform. And as we get going, thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff, for the $13.99 donation. Choo-choo. appreciate your support. Not sure if you're back in Toronto or still here in Van, but regardless of where you are, I appreciate you for sure. And thanks again for the support of everything. Okay, friends, I will now uh, get to your comments starting now. <laughs> I see. Congrats on making your intro shorter for the first time ever. Uh, if you're talking about, yeah, I, I tightened up my intro a little bit because I knew I had so much to talk about today. Bruce's coaching style clashed with management from the start. What your friend didn't get was talking, was hired a month before these are leaked out. When, they, uh, when this got out, the right move was to mercy fire Bruce Boudreaux because management already made the decision. Between Myers and OEL and Miller, who would be easier to move out? Uh, the easiest would be Myers because he's only got one year left on his deal. Hey, Harry, I'm doing great. Thank you. Thoughts on Rick Target deleting his Twitter account um, and what he's bringing to the table? Uh, I, Harry, I talked about all this in the first part of, of the show, but really quickly, Twitter account's fine with me if he wants a, uh, one less distraction. And he brings experience um, as a really good, rugged, skilled and tough player and some coaching experience for sure do you think we should boycott the games that's up to you sahib i will not tell you what to do no jeff i appreciate whatever you do what would the Canucks look like in your opinion if linden would have stayed i think we would have had a rebuilt team by now because linden seemed to have that um that in mind by the way i already know as i see the comments streaming through I know I'm not going to get to all of them, so I apologize in advance. We still got to breathe and respect each other's opinions, people, the way that people feel about the whole situation. I hope we all will get through this together. Yeah, Taylor, it's definitely led to a lot of emotion for sure. Thoughts on what Target said about taking the top players off the PK. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, there's, there's one part we're putting the top players on because they can anticipate plays on the PK. But there's another, especially if we're a playoff team, there's another argument to be had about keeping them fresh. So I have no problem with that. I like didn't like he's a coach for now and then throwing him under the bus. So much drama this week. It felt like a reality show for the Canucks. They should have done a 24-7 or 30 for 30. And a foot of Rick Target were both part of the Avs on that infamous night of March 8th. Wow, I did not think of that, Rosario. 
Riley says, I feel bad for Bruce, feel fans, bad for fans like me. Uh, thanks, Riley. You don't have to feel bad for me. It, it's fine. Um, but I appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> Vibes, says Robert. Uh, Angus, yeah, I, I think it's very intentional that the two new guys they brought on with Target are defensemen because what's the probably the weakest part of our team? Defense. Rewatch the end of the last game five times is more upsetting. That's fair. What are your thoughts, Clay, on the team now and where they're going from here? Hockey guy Shannon felt that like they're not going to make it big anytime soon. It's going to take a while. I'm not expecting massive changes. And it's funny, this is a year where you probably don't want them to win too much after the coaching change. But uh, much like, I think we got to give talk at some time. And I would agree with Shannon if they're not going to make it big anytime soon. They even said that this is going to take, uh, take a little bit to unravel. Actually, I see my intro is not shorter. It's still 25 seconds long. All I did, because when he says head coach of the Vancouver Canucks, that's two seconds. So we just expanded the, the first part. So it's still the exact same intro, believe it or not, length, 25 seconds. Jim is being patient. Even when the fans and media are bringing on intense pressure, I have time for that. The buck had on Boudreaux stopped at Jim Rutherford's desk. Why didn't they make Bruce assistant coach? No, I don't think you go from head coach to assistant. It's, yeah, I don't think you do that. I blame Aquilini since it was Francesco that hired Boudreaux before Rutherford. Yeah, that was, and yeah, he has not said a, a word. That's true. That's fair rebirth. I was pretty emotional no, last night seeing the video of Bruce at Tears at the Bench. I had to go lobby because that's something. My, yeah, I saw your Instagram that you weren't uh, there, Ricky, at the game. But yeah, it was pretty tough. It was pretty off. Um, moderators, I will trust you. I, I don't know what's happening with John. If it's disrespectful, you can delete and time out. If it's different opinion, Mods, you know that I prefer that you guys keep those in. And Jaskarin, if it's just a different opinion, you got to learn to ignore it. No birdie. The jersey has nothing to do with why we've lost three in a row. We've lost three in a row because we're not that good of a team. Fair take by your friend. I acknowledge and agree with some points, but respectfully, no mention of ownership also show why fans are upset. Dragging Bruce through months of emotional turnover, uh, turmoil. No, that's totally fair. Thank you, Justin. Management had clear vision of what they wanted. <laughs> Brought to you by Specsavers. Sell the team and fire Jim Chance. How many minutes do you think Miller, Hughes, Besser, and Kuzmengo get? Um, too hard to predict. Too hard to predict. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if he's going to max them out at 20. It's so hard to say. Do you think there are possible suitors for Miller and Besser? I believe they're GMs that would overpay at the deadline. Yeah, uh, Miller, it's going to be tough because you got a seven years at $8 million attached. Why do I think this keeps happening with the Canucks? All the ups and downs, they've been trending down. They're just not a well-run organization. And some people put that at Aquilini. Some people put that on the, the two gyms, Benning and Rutherford. Yeah, it's never, never a dull moment here for sure. Blood pressure was so high. Oh, I don't like to hear that smiley hello. Several friends have said that they are done. Yeah, I, I've seen many people say they're not going to spend another dime or watch another game. Talk it, I hope he succeeds and brings strong culture and leadership. That's true. Yeah, Adam Foote was a player. Gonchar was a player. They're both really good defensemen. They're both really good defensemen. Adam Foote mostly with Colorado. Gonchar with teams like 
Gonchar, was he Pittsburgh or Washington? I can't remember. But yeah, they're both really good defensemen. Gonchar was a good skater. Adam Foote was a more tough guy. But yeah, good, good, long careers, both of them. What are your reactions to Miller's stick smash and his lack of effort? Yeah, um, the stick smash, I was fine. He's frustrated. And then uh, the lack of effort on the empty net goal, my friend Mike and I were both yelling at him at the game. Edmund, I, I think foot will help. He was a good defenseman. I see he's predicting a bit of a, a tocket bump and maybe hurting our chances. Do you think the Canuck layers could do you think the Canucks players could have done more to show solidarity for Bruce at the end of the game instead of leaving the bench in a hurry? Uh, no, because Rome, that's a tricky one. I, I think that kind of stuff can be done behind closed doors, and I think it sounds like they, they did indeed. OEL and Talkit relationship. Talkit addressed that in the media today, said it's been blown out of proportion. John says, be mad when Kraken win Wednesday. For us. I'll believe that when I see it. For some reason, I'll give full props to Seattle. They're having an awesome season, but they haven't beat the Canucks yet. Even Oilers fans felt bad for us. They generally felt sad winning the game. Making him do media mental health night while making him have to go home nightly and tell his wife he's not sure if he has to go into work the next day is not an easy place to put him in for months. Edmund saying that maybe OEL will want out now. There's a dark part of me that I don't want the Canucks to win, not until this front office and owner is out. I know this is a fantasy thing, but this is how I feel. Totally fair. Totally fair. You're not alone. Will they now trade Miller and extend Bo? Easier said than done, Burn for sure. I don't know what the chat is for chant is gonna be for talk it, and I don't know if it's gonna be a good one. Do you think the lines will be different? I have no clue. If you ask me what I think, I think they'll keep them the same for at least a game or two because you still have Jason King who who runs the offense, so um, I think they'll at least start with them. Drance, after the JR and Alvin interview was over, they're they're still live, and Drance said five pounds of crap in a two-pound bag. No, I did not know that. Interesting, Elder. Sahib, I've actually been saying the tank word a bit more recently, uh, and when I didn't say it before, I, I didn't think it made sense. This year, now that Rutherford has acknowledged it, I want to show you that I'm not like ignorant. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to say it now. Do you think we'll win the first game with talk behind the bench? It's funny how those things happen. Be, given that it's Chicago, Lunar New Year, yeah, I, I think we'll win tomorrow night, uh, Tuesday night, excuse me. I really do. Yeah, Bedard doesn't mean an instant fix, but it's going to be it'll help with Petey Hughes, improve the blue line, get more picks, and go from there. It's good the Nux front office appear to be focusing on team defense. Yes, we need to do that for sure. So many emotions this week. This next chapter will be interesting. I wonder where Bruce goes now. Fan base recognizes real people and Bruce is real as it gets. Well said, Jay. I, I don't know if he's going to get another head coaching job. He's good, but he's 68 years old. Talk it. Here it is. <laughs> do you guys like bald coaches? A lot of these coaches are older and thus little hair. <clears throat> Why did no one else step up and say this isn't right? Castangay, Granado, did they all think this treatment of Bruce was justified as a person first instead of coach? I'm not defending it, Justin. I hear what you're saying. I really think that they they follow Rutherford's lead and maybe Rutherford was adamant that they were going to stay the course, do their process, even as a bunch of things were swirling around them. Again, I don't agree, but I could see why Rutherford thought that that was the way to go. 4-2 Canucks win. Oh, that's good. Godbrother and friend coming down. That's awesome. 
Do you think players like Hughes, Pedersen, Kuzmingo Horvat would even want to see on a team? It's it's tough. Uh, they might love Rick Tockett right from the start. And they say, Rick Tockett, by the way, believed to have a three-year deal, including this year, so two and a half years. They might really want to play for him. Edmund worried about these changes affecting Hughes and Petey. What do you think about Alvin Rutherford and Castongay? We're thinking when the camera was on. They knew. They knew the camera was on them, and they they probably were smart by not reacting, not smiling, not whooping it up, not frowning, not fingering the camera. I think that's just stoic is the way I explain it. Yes, the Canucks are being talked about league-wide. <clears throat> no one's really saying it was Canucks media that it's management. I hear you. What chant do you think is more likely? Bruce, there it is. The Bruce, there it is, is kind of disrespectful to talk it, admittedly. Although, uh, no, actually, I take that back. No, it's more out of love for Bruce. Fire talking is disrespectful to talk it. Sell a team, I could see that happening. I hope you come to GM. If I was a GM, I would definitely rehire Bruce. Okay, we'll see you, Riley. <laughs> Gonchar was in Washington. Thanks, guys. Canucks fans deserve a team to cheer for. Yes, yes, yes. Do you think Toggett was aware of what was happening in Boudreaux? I do, Merritt. If so, why do you think he'd even take this job? What does that say about the coach? I think it says he wants a challenge and he's getting paid quite well to do so. I, my guess is $2.7 is more than he was making at TNT. Not, not TNT, the marketplace. No, Alvin might... Oh, Alvin was out of the... Uh, you know, out in the public today. So yeah, I did open up the closet a couple weeks ago and, and a couple days ago and let him out. Is the new coach long-term coach? I don't know if he's long-term, short-term, but I do know that he is their guy. No, I would never secretly root for the other team. If I was the GM, I'd try to trade Myers, Oyel, and Miller to help cap chase. Yep, I think that would be a good attempt, but it's... Easier said than done, for sure. Do you think the players of the Canucks truthfully want to play for Bruce? They're covering themselves and truthfully already weren't listening. No, I, I wouldn't say that, Merritt. It's, we don't know for sure, but I think they still played for him. I kind of, I finally embraced the dark side, finally saying the word with a lot of conviction. It was tough, but I'm proud of you. <laughs> uh, I, I don't like their chances, JF signing Bull. I think the situation about Bruce is greater than hockey. It feels bad to see management so disrespectful as people. It's like watching someone get bullied. That's fair, Kelly. And I, I've seen your, I think I've seen your messages on other posts saying that you're done with this team. Yeah, a couple of thoughts about, wouldn't be surprised if we hear the Bruce chant. Do they still chant Bruce? There it is, perhaps. Perhaps. Yes, I will be getting season tickets, Shannon. I can't get that out of me for sure. Talk it like it's hot. Talk it like it's hot. Uh, no updates on Demko. Talk it has something to do with Rocket Man to keep our Elton John reference. Not bad, not bad. Do you think Bedard still wants to play for the Canucks? Yeah, I think so. Hometown guy. Uh, there's a certain appeal, I think, an allure to being the guy that you can build a franchise around. Do you think Miller will get along with Talkit? I think so. I have a feeling that they'll be they'll be good together. Yeah, Shannon, uh, just go to Talkit's Wikipedia page and you'll see all that kind of stuff. Talkit rhymes with Rocket. How happy you think you'll be when the returns we get for our top free agents? Um, I don't know. I, I'm hopeful, but I'm skeptical at the same time. 
I really think Horvat wants out. Horvat hasn't taken the Canucks to the playoffs. Canucks were out of the playoffs picture before pandemic. Yeah, I think um, yeah, I think maybe it's not just about the Canucks wanting to resign Horvat. Horvat might be looking for a change of scenery. Merritt, uh, Tockett said he's looking forward to working with the Sedins. Sedins are probably still trying to find their way, and I don't know what... Yeah, I can't speculate on to how involved they were, if not. I hope Trampkin is not coming back. Chase, lifelong Canucks fan for California. Going to my first game at Rogers. Nice. Anything I should do in and around the stadium? We'll get there early. Um, make sure you're there for warm-up. So get there by 6.30. Make sure you go to guest services and scan the Bud Safe Driver program. Then you get a free pop. Those, those are the two things I always tell people to do. Otherwise, just soak it in. Soak it in. There's there's a cool, couple cool displays around the, the rink. The, there's the Olympic gold medal 2010 um, display outside of section 315, 316, I think it is. Um close to my 319 or maybe it's the other way 320 yeah so there's a few things to go to but uh check out the warm-up that's always good Walk, go down the glass and check it out okay guys i'm gonna have to choose a couple of these comments now i can't get through all of them i did pretty good a lot of people like put the same comment in three or four times let me just see will a trade happen tomorrow i think it's too soon duffman i think it's for sure no, coaches do not count towards the salary cap, and no, I don't think it should. Then, then it'll just then you're gonna hire potentially less good coaches for less money. Yeah, I see. I, Sean and I talked about this. We I love having all my family members, but Sean is the most versed in the Canucks aside from me, of course. And I think he'd be open to coming on depending on his schedule. I don't want to make it like commit to every single week on the same day, but we did have a lot of fun for sure. I think Boudreaux will go back to TV or go back to TV first or take the rest of the season to kind of chill, I think. Yes, I'll be at the Blackhawks game. 146 people in here, which is great. We're only at 52 likes. Let's get that at least to 75. Bruce, situation shines a light on how employers in any industry shouldn't be treating employees with layoffs, firings. It's never easy to get fired, but compassion, respect, or common courtesy. Well said. See edits. Okay, friends, there are so many great questions, but I'm going to can it there. Not can it there. I'm going to stop it there because uh, I want to get to the games and then be done by 11.30. So I'm actually going to close off this part of the podcast, uh, this show, so I can upload this to the podcast. So I'm going to wrap this up and then I will do the outro, but then I will still... Um, come on, stay on for the last 10 minutes for anyone who wants to play the games. And Shannon says, we stand with Bruce. We stand with Canucks and Clay. We're all Canucks fans. Thank you, Shannon. Let's give some love. Choo-choo for that donation. Thank you, Shannon, for your generosity. And thank you for the generosity overall. And last thing I'll say, uh, John, I know you were riling people up, but uh, I appreciate you being here. When am I coming to a cracking game? It's funny you say that. I was talking about potentially getting down there soon and not and not limiting it to a Canucks Kraken game because it's only twice a year. But if I'm open to going to, to any other game, which I would be, I, I would love to see the Kraken Arena and, and just I, I'm fine watching a game between two teams that aren't the Canucks. I've done that many times before. So maybe by the end of the year, if the schedule works out. Thanks for asking. And Justin, $5 donation. Choo-choo. 
Bruce and KO versus JR and FA at WrestleMania. <laughs> winner stays and losers retire. Winner take all. Yeah, winner take all. Loser shave their head. Uh, whatever it is. Um, I love it. And, and if anyone's on my Twitter yesterday, I actually, because Bruce Boudreau is such a wrestling fan, I said, what would a, a Bruce Boudreau heel turn, meaning turning into a bad guy, look like? And there's so many funny replies to my tweet. Um, I had a really, really good laugh about it for sure yes and i know if i do go down to seattle i'll see john i'll see birdie i'll see angus so maybe there's a lot uh i'll make sure that i i build in a lot of time to do that so we can do a cannot claim meetup in seattle hopefully i don't get beat up and can we trade rutherford for obama clay who's obama clay and connor bedard i don't even know what that means so let's go let's go it's uh let's wrap up this show and then remember if you want to stick around I will do the games right after. So thank you, moderators. I know you had a bit of work today. I appreciate you. I'm still figuring out how I'm going to rejig how I do it. But for now, thanks for all that you do. Legendary Lucas Gates. Legendary Justin Credible. Legendary Andrew Chang. Thanks for being here as always. And thanks for your generosity. Thanks for um, all members, Hall of Fame and franchise members. And thanks to all of you in here tonight, whether you donated, whether you subscribed for the first time, whether you got active in the comments, I appreciate all of you. And I, like I always say, I, I never take you for granted. I always appreciate you and I never take you for granted. If you're listening on a podcast platform, make sure you rate and review. And then uh, thank you to my primary sponsor, Jason Lim and Van Seed Experts Real Estate and my secondary sponsor, Perform and Transform Personal Training and Weight Loss. As always, subscribe if you like to, like this video if you like to, leave a donation, become a member, upgrade your membership if you like to, and always leave comments if you like to. I appreciate you. So remember, I'm going to end off the show now. You're going to see my outro, which is still the same. And then I'll come back and we'll do games for 10 minutes. Sound good? Sound great. So thanks everyone for being here. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, take care of yourselves, and take care of each other. And by the way, Kong Fa Choi, Happy Lunar New Year. Why haven't aliens visited our solar system yet? Well, they looked at the reviews and only one star. God bless and go Canucks go. Stick around for the games.